and welcome to part two of Dibble Nibble's Lockdown Edition. Uh, this time we're going to continue our conversation about Western Europe uh, and I think we're going to start with Stu talking about his trips to Madeira uh, and the food that he's enjoyed there. And I hope you enjoy it. Oh. Tibbles Nibbles always makes me so hungry. You've got to have steak. No advice in pubs. Yeah, well, as in beef tallow. You had to leave your shoe behind the bar. <laughs> Crackling shouldn't be bloppy. Oh, and pies. Only psychopaths eat burgers in Nando's. I'm a simple man. Tibbles Nibbles. Wow, he loves his food. I wanted to I'd ask like you about to... Madeira because I know that my parents yeah. loved going there. I think they only stopped going there once they'd actually walked all of the Levadas, which are like these little sort of footpaths mm. that go next to the next to these little yeah, rivers. No, people, people keep um, people keep trying to tell me trips to go on them, and I'm not interested. Uh, I like to do the off-roading one. Yes, so I don't really want to walk it, but I quite like to take one of those. Oh, what are they? Those fake Land Rovers? Do you know what they're called? But you know, do you remember they they sold the rights to Land Rovers oh. to the Spanish company? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember what they're called. They but look exactly like Land Rovers, but when you get up close, they're slightly more curved in yes. certain places. Aren't we they? decided to give them a bit of an update since 1968 yeah, or whatever can't. the last time they actually did a Mark III. They're not Land Sierras Rover. or anything. They're, they're I think it begins with an A. I'll yeah. stick it. I'll stick it in the comments. We'll look. Put it, it up. in the comments. That's annoying me because obviously normally quite good on my car knowledge. But yeah. So anyway, they've got a few of those, and you can kind of go bouncing down a, a Levada and this, that, and the other. But yeah, I love Madeira. I absolutely like it. What do I like about it? I like the fact that a you're abroad. Yeah. The weather's good. The weather's great. The weather's like just like it is today. This is a great. This is a Madeiran day. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether it's December. So just for reference, when you're <laughs> listening to this in the future, it's sunny. It is sunny. The sun is just starting to go down. I've had to put sun cream on. Yeah, I haven't. It must be about, what, 20 degrees, 21 uh, degrees? Yeah, I think so, something like that. I mean, let's have a look. Well, there apparently is, it's 15, but it maxed out. There isn't a cloud in the sky. Yeah. It maxed out at 18, or 19 degrees today. I mean, that's a complete lie. It's hotter than that. Yeah. Well, bear in mind, we are in the sun, and they measure that in the shade. It's normally 25 degrees. Yeah. Between 20 and 25 degrees. Weather, it, it gets a bit hotter at sort of Easter time, but you can go there in October, and it's still 25 degrees. Yeah. I'm used to that northern European climate. Whereas it still gets dark at six o'clock, yes. even in the summer. But I find it really peculiar that uh, I remember my um, my honeymoon in Okinawa, the southern island mm-hmm. off, off, off the southern coast of Japan, yeah. like uh, Owajima and all that kind of malarkey. But it's it's pretty much tropical. I think actually it is in the tropics. Yes, I think it's just into the tropics. You know, they grow pineapples there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, it was glorious. It'd be and again. This was October, and it it, it was baking hot. But it gets to six o'clock, it's completely pitch black. Yeah. We had a Nissan Micra, or a March, as they call yes. them, over there. Um, drove over a few crabs one day. That's, a, again, for a different story. Yeah, just decided I wanted to have a swim. And I, I, I see this and Yoko turned around to me and went, well, literally, it's going to be dark in about 15 minutes, so you better get into it. And I actually, I've, I've got quite a few nice little photos of me swimming in this kind of sea yeah. as the sun's coming down. And my God, it comes down quick. Mm. But yeah, I got in the sea, it was like 30 degrees got out of the sea it was like six degrees pitch black. <laughs> that's quite funny nearly, so swam, nearly swam the wrong way yeah. she had to put the headlights on flash on that least i knew which way to go like the crabs i ran over yeah. on the road so so coming back to mm. european food yeah so if we go slightly sorry east. we're talking madeira we're talking madeira, yeah, we're talking madeira, madeira come we're talking, so my son has some i say peculiar it, it's not that peculiar i think it is to british taste but definitely not to japanese he absolutely loves squid yeah, and he has done that thing that kids do. He's associated Madeira to squid. Yes, so he has to eat squid every single day when he's in Madeira. <laughs> which, luckily, because it's a volcanic island, you know there is deep water very yes. close. There's a, it, there's a plenty. There's a lot of squid. Supply. I think it might be the first place he had it. Right. 
and so yeah interestingly the fish they eat in Madeira and they eat a lot of mm-hmm. fish uh, Funchal have an amazing fish market yeah that is it's always full of tourists just looking yes uh, I've done both I've, I've looked and I've bought yes and it's 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 superb the the food there I think one of the reasons why Yoko likes it is of course you know you've got this kind of you know volcanic island yeah I mean, it's obviously way smaller but similar to Japan it's mm-hmm. a volcanic island so I think the types of fish they get are very similar because yes. you've got you know you've, you've got deep seas around you mm-hmm. so there's loads of tuna they have these kind of um, scabbard fish is right. the local speciality I mean they are ugly Mm-hmm. They're proper trench fish. They've got massive goggly eyes, big teeth. They look a little bit like an eel. Right. But they're a fish. They're long and thin. They're probably, what's that, 10 centimetres? Sort of 10 yeah. centimetres fat. And so they fill it really well. Some of them are up to two metres long. Wow, okay. Um, like I said, real ugly buggers. Yeah. Black. But the, fi- the, 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 the fillets are white, but they yes. have this kind of black oily skin. I mean, I always get a bit creeped out by the kind of stuff that comes up from mm. the trenches. You know, I've always, I always get a little bit of a shiver when I look at those pictures in the book <laughs> of fish from the deep. Thalassophobia is what it's known as. What? The unknown in the deep. Yeah. But those fish are weird looking mm-hmm. mothers, aren't they? Yeah. They really are. Anyway, this is the local speciality. You can have it grilled, you can have it fried. And I remember my parents went to Madeira first, um, and they've been several times. And then we started going, like I said, every year. Yeah, it's also a speciality in Japan. Yes. And so Yoko's really down with it. And so, yeah, lots of squid lots of tuna you know really nice really nice food yeah i had a barracuda once and cooked that on the barbecue mm. in, a, in a villa and uh, had a barbecue by the pool and um cooked a, a barracuda and some tuna steaks and stuff like that and that was a that was a great pretty I awesome love fish on the barbecue mm. fish on the barbecue is brilliant i love eating fish anyway yeah i, I, I must admit I know we've got some nice burger treats coming up, but yeah, had we, we not be having that, I would have made you fire that barbecue up and we'd have <laughs> had some fish on it. So I just, I just think it's, it's such... Uh, we, we, st- we just don't respect it enough in this country. Yeah. One of the reasons why I like places like Madeira is they love it. Mm. So my favourite little restaurant, and we go to loads, there's a couple that I really like, uh, and we're going to have to put these names in the notes because I, I couldn't say them anyway because yeah. my Portuguese is minimal. Uh, in fact, it's non-existent. Yeah. Living with two Japanese speakers in my house, I don't really speak much Japanese. I'm quite <laughs> good at just <laughs> listening. I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me that people speak other languages. I can still smile and point at stuff mm. and say thank I can say thank you. That's about there it. You you know. That's all you need. I can say please and thanks, point at stuff, and I'm very... Um, I'm and English. Oh, they yeah, I'll understand straight away. I def- well, no, I definitely don't do the whole kind of like shouting English out them kind of <laughs> I'm not a Brit abroad absolutely not I'm respectful of their culture and this that and the other even if they are European um, so two places there's one I can't remember the name of the place but it's where Churchill used to go on holiday okay uh, Cam uh, we'll look it up it in the notes it's a little tiny fishing village round the, co- round the coast from um, Carabola de Sol or something like that anyway there's there's loads of little nice coves and stuff and this is the place where Churchill used to go on holiday just over the back of there is a beach and there's a li- it looks like nothing it looks like a municipal yeah. car park but the food <laughs> they serve there is unbelievably good uh, and the prices are good I mean being Portuguese Portugal is one of the cheaper countries yes. in, um, in Europe to go they do fantastic food there's a little place well, apparently, if you've got Fun Chow, Camara de Lobos. Yep, that's it. Yep, 
there. That's it. There you go. Yeah. So that's a wonderful place, and it's a g- it's a nice sort of coastal, twenty minute walk from Funchal, maybe half an hour from yeah. Funchal. The place I have, the hotel I have, is kind of halfway between the two. Yeah. So I'm able to walk either way, and there are several little just local restaurants, and they do like a fish fry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not fry, but they do a fish platter. Yes. And they say it's good for two, maybe three. Yeah. I mean, it's good for two and a six-year-old. Yes. Although he can eat his own body weight in fish, he's <laughs> like a he's like a little baby dolphin in that way. <laughs> and so yeah, and and yeah, he just wants he loves the squid in garlic butter. Yeah. And the way they fry it, just mm-hmm. that's what he wants. I'm quite happy to have like, a few of the veg and and the fish. And I think yeah, you can pretty much have a a plate of four or five different fish. It's enough. Yeah, they say it's for two or three. And at lunchtime, you can probably get that for about twenty twenty-five euros. Yeah. So I think with a, with a couple of glasses of wine, bearing in mind that the house wine is usually a euro or less a glass, yes. even now we're talking, you know, this isn't from sort of tales from when we were young, you know, mm-hmm. a, a euro for a glass of red wine in a restaurant, I'm all right with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, probably spend about no more than 30 euros with a small tip for lunch. Yeah. So 10 euros ahead. And, and we've eaten very well. Mm. And so that's kind of what I like to budget at. And I think Madeira is very good for that. That restaurant in Camara de Lobos, just any little place though like i said you can go anywhere yeah. the, the 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 national dish is the um is the steak sandwich right uh and they got these amazing it's it's kind of what you get pregos it's kind of what you get in um nando's right but that's the crap version of it yeah so it's this beautiful kind of um bolo de caco is the bread and it's made with sweet potato flour okay so it has this really nice kind of holy feel to mm-hmm. it uh, and they kind of smother it in garlic bread and you have that as a starter wherever yeah you know that, that's the reason why garlic bread is famous is because the portuguese eat it all the time mm. so you have bolo de caco on the side uh you then have whatever fish you want so you're just basically eating you know um, grilled fish fried fish however you want it done uh, sautéed uh, with garlic bread, but then they take those same bread rolls. They're about the small ones are about sort of six inches across. Mm-hmm. They cut that in half. They'll put um, a little bit of the garlic butter on. They'll put a thin um, frying steak, you know, the kind of blade yeah, steak yeah. bit, a little bit of that, um, an egg, slice of ham, lettuce, um, bit of onion, garlic butter, and then you've got that as a kind of three euro sandwich mm. oh my god it's unbelievably mm. good fantastic absolutely good and there's a little cafe just at the back of the hotel because the hotel resort that we stay in is like a five star resort so you yeah. end up spending like 30 quid for your breakfast mm-hmm. but you can actually just nip out the back and get a coffee and a prego for three and a half euros yeah which is what I do every morning oh very good I say morning I don't normally get up till lunchtime. <laughs> I go there for brunch the rest of the family have got up and done some stuff yeah. I've gone out I go and have brunch at about twelve o'clock, spend <laughs> my four euros and I'm back at the pool for the rest of the day. Done. Oh Tibbles Nibbles always makes me so hungry. You've got to have steak. <laughs> Don't eat nice pubs. <laughs> yeah, what well, as in beef tallow. <laughs> Tibbles Nibbles. Wow he loves his food. Yes. I wouldn't go on holiday somewhere where they're crap food. Mm-hmm. And if they do say it's crap food, I'm going to find out places that are good to eat. Yes. I would rather sleep in my car on holiday so I've got enough money to be able to eat well when I'm there. Yes. Than, and we were talking about different holidays. Maybe it's because... Have you, have you asked your family about whether this is okay? Well, that's what I do. I, I do it, I go on my own, you know. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just My own mentality is I would rather eat and drink well. Yeah. I'm not that bothered about the accommodation. Mm-hmm. So I know we we're not talking massive amounts of money, but what you said earlier about Thailand... I would do the £16 beach hut so that I had an extra tenner to spend on food at the street markets. Yeah, but you don't even have to do that. 
I understand that, 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 that you're on I a budget, but you know, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there are a lot of people who go, well, I'm going on holiday. I need five star accommodation. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. I want to have five star food. Yes. And that doesn't mean I need to spend loads of money on it. I just want to be able to spend mm-hmm. money on it. I hate nothing more than the idea of being on holiday, being somewhere nice, but being deprived eating and drinking. Yes. Because yeah. that to me is a holiday. Moving moving eastwards. Um so France and Spain we've talked about. Yeah, somewhere that surprised me and we went a few times because a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours lived there was was Luxembourg, how good the food was. Mm. And I had no idea what the what the uh what the cuisine of Luxembourg was, but mm. we went there we've been there a few times and it was absolutely superb. What's the fav- what's the national dish? It's um, the, the, it's the, the, the giant neck. well there's a few of them. So there's the pork there's the pork neck yeah, with pork broad neck. beans, yeah. which was Beautiful. amazing. Uh that was really nice. Beautiful. They also really well known for a giant volavon, <laughs> basically <laughs> yes. filled with. It's basically filled <laughs> with. It's it's properly from the nineteen seventies. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like cream mushroom. Or do I make it's that like up? yeah, no. It's, yeah. it's it's cream. It's it's chicken and cream mushroom chicken basically. And cream mushroom volavon. Um, yeah. But it's massive. It's like the size of a plate. It's it's yeah. brilliant. I had that one. And just generally, I mean, it's 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 a really interesting mix because you know Luxembourg. I don't know what the population, of, what the expat population of Luxembourg is, but it's sizable. There's a lot of Americans there, aren't there? Lots of Americans, yeah. Something to do with the economics and the the, the, the head of the well, bank a, or something. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a tax haven basically. <laughs> yeah, it's an Ameri- it's a tax haven for Americans. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, right, and, yeah, and and quite a lot of the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, they haven't quite caught the UK up in terms of, sort of dodging tax, though, but it's uh, yeah, they're getting there. What's the name of that restaurant that we've been to? I will look it up and I'll put it in the notes. We've been there twice now. Three times. We? we went there three times. Three times. It's yeah. really good. It was very it's good. Not cheap. No, it's not. But, but then again, nothing, nothing Luxembourg is because it's full of bankers who, you know, got boatloads of money because they don't pay any tax. It's not cheap, but it's not super expensive either. No, no if, it wasn't. If, if I was going to get that quality of food in London, I'd be paying more. Yes. I think the last time we went, it was about, what, 80 quid a head, something like that? No, it wasn't that much. I thought it was about 80, sorry, it was about 80 euros a head, I thought. No, I don't think it was quite. Well, I, I think it depends whether, you, whether you're drinking or not. Maybe if you were drinking, it yeah. was, yeah. I mean, we were, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I have to say one thing I did find because I was still drinking a little bit at the, a mm. bef- at the first time we went. That wine is rough, yeah, expensive and rough. And nasty. Yes, <laughs> but their cremon is really nice. Yes, now, yeah, it is. Cremon is uh, champagne, isn't it? But it's champagne in all but name. Yes, yeah. champagne in all but name. A bit like Carver, I guess. But yeah, uh, they've started selling an Aldi and stuff now. Oh, really? I, I'm sensing it might be the next big thing. Yeah, they're, they're looking for it because Prosecco is actually starting to go up in price as well. Prosecco isn't as nice either. No, I mean it's it's made differently. Yeah. So uh, the tank method versus the dosage method. Oh I'm yeah. not going to go into the depth as to why what not. I think you should. Or is that a podcast itself? That's probably a podcast by itself. What wine yeah. and thing? Yeah. No, I'm not going to flex my uh, my IWSET um, <laughs> muscles right in this in this podcast. Oh, how can you I make it's something so close to my heart sound so boring? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I spent a whole week drinking wine and booze. Yeah, I mean, and yet still talking in. Um, Initials. Yeah, I know it's great, but um, Cremon's really good. It's it's a wonderful drink. Yeah, you know? yeah, Cremon itself is is lovely, and and I remember we had it, or at least my parents had it, because we went to the Loire region, which which does a lot of Cremon, um, because it's it's almost champagne. It's almost in the, in the champagne region. Very same geology. It was, it's not far away, is it? Yeah. No, not at all. So Luxembourg was good. 
Where else have we been? Well, we stopped in Belgium once, what didn't did we, we, for Mule Frites? Yeah, I wanted to go back to Spain, actually, just to throw it around. Um, I've had some wonderful meals in Spain because I've been on exchange trips with the school to yeah. Madrid. Now, I don't really... I, I, I went to Spain once with my family on holiday, yes. and that was when I was 16. I don't remember much. I remember having calamari. I went to Barcelona with friends in my 20s and yeah. got food poisoning from some dodgy prawns and ended up <laughs> crapping my guts in a car park behind the car car that I had on the last day. You are living I, the I dream. Was, I was not a well boy. <laughs> but incidentally, the langoustines that they serve up in Barcelona... Yes. Do you know where they're from? Come from the UK, don't they? North of Scotland. Yeah. A family relative, as in he's not a blood relative, he's sort of married. Yeah. He's a fisherman right mm-hmm. up on the top, right up on... Um, Loch Lomond. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he calls them prawns and he's, re- he's really hard to understand. Great guy, <laughs> but really hard to understand. That, that really strong North Scottish brogue. Mm-hmm. But essentially what he does is, yeah, he goes out and, and, and trawls the, the, the languishings mm-hmm. um, and brings them back. Their family have got a set of log cabins up there. They're quite okay. plush. They're quite cool. Mm. I mean, I say cool, they're blooming cold. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're nice. And, and I think it was a wedding present that she let us stay up there. Um, yes, for a, for a week or uh, no, a long weekend, and that was cool. Oh my god, it's far. Yes, it is. I drove there. It's like seven, eight hours, isn't it? <laughs> seven hundred miles mm. from my house to theirs. Yeah. seven hundred miles. It's like Scotland's massive. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've done road trips to like Europe. I mean, I've, it's only a hundred more miles to get to Munich. Yes, it's ridiculous. It's it's really funny. I went. I drove once from Worcester. I didn't drive, um, but I was. I was in a in a car that that drove from from Worcester up to Scrabster, which is right in the north of Scotland. Basically, it's where you get the ferry to the Orkney Islands. Right, okay, because yeah. we were diving mm. um, up in up in Orkney. Mm. Well worth it if you can dive. Fantastic diving up there. We made it to Stirling, which is where I went to uni. Mm. And bearing in mind, Stirling is north of Edinburgh, about half an hour north of Edinburgh, yeah. halfway. Yes. In terms of time. Yeah. Maybe yeah, not yeah, in terms yeah. of distance. Yeah. 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 But that's the problem is is basically once you get out of the central belt of Scotland. There's no motorways, no. and there's no. Particularly if you're going up to the west, mm. it's all basically almost single track yeah. road. Once you once well, you get far enough, Loch Lomond is the same sort of. Uh, it's the same latitude. Is it mm-hmm. horizontal? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's the same latitude as um, uh, the Isle of Skye, the, the capital yes. there. You know, so you, you're right up the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was about prawns. But I, 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 I got some. Because they come in and you see the boats coming in, and yeah. I was told that like, well, you can try. And there's one little kind of like sort a hut. Of a hut. Yes, but they literally don't have any because they come in, they go straight out mm. again because no one wants to buy yeah. them. And I just sort of I had to use a little bit of blagging skills to say, look, can I just have a kilo of those because mm. I'd really like some. You know, obviously I'm not from around here because you can understand what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they can understand <laughs> each other up there. To be fair, oh, you've taken away my comedy. Okay. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, anyway, I managed to get some, and they were obviously, you know, alive. Yeah. Uh, I cooked them up, and that's the first time I felt really guilty. I felt horrible. Right. Put in, put in live, basically. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm killing them. I, I felt really bad. Oh, I don't have a problem with that at all. No, because they were moving, and I kind of put them in, and I was sort of like, yeah, just went That's on. the way you know they're fresh. Yeah, but I also killed 20 living beings. Yeah. I got a little maudlin for did a second you? or two, but but and the, actually, the, the, the but taste make up for it. That's the important thing. They were really good, and I'm okay about it. And you know mm-hmm. that's what you've got to do. But uh, you know, Yoko summed it up in a really nice way, actually. And she said, you know, that how you're feeling, that's the that's the kind of feeling of 
uh, thanks that you need yes. to, to give to whatever your whatever your god is or your or your way of thinking mm-hmm. or your way of being is that's the respect yes you know if you just threw them in and didn't care a thing has given up its life mm-hmm. for you to enjoy eating yeah. it and i kind of thought that was a nice way to be so i felt a little better after that Good, so i don't, it, I don't cry myself to sleep about it still okay. but i do i do remember that it's the first time i killed something for mm. me to eat it yeah. although you know it's only prawns it's sad to kill stuff yes but then like you say yeah you know uh, you you then enjoy them and they mm. were really nice yes. although i remember the rip the blooming skin off my feet trying to crack them open because yes. they are pretty tough to get into yeah 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 um it would be nice if i had some kind of you know like a lobster sh- cracker well, basically something like that yeah or just some kind of shears shears you know to get through those kind of bellies because yeah. their bellies up but they, yeah, they did taste good yeah yeah they are really nice my favourite thing I've ever eaten in Spain, and I love Spain in the same way that I love all of these things, because you can literally walk into a bar and they give you like tapasy things, yeah, yeah. and I absolutely adore that. Um, and I can talk about, I could do a whole podcast on tapas, yeah. I absolutely could. But my favourite. Well, meal that's I another had, podcast for another day, so don't go into <laughs> too much detail here. Favourite meal I had, big restaurant, is a little place called Segovia. Um, north of Madrid it's over the top of the mountains mm-hmm. um, north of Madrid you forget that Madrid's got mountains and so yeah in the in, in, in the summer it's like yeah 30 degrees we got on a bus to go to Segovia with the kids on the exchange yeah. and of course we go through snow-capped mountains to mm. get there which is kind of weird uh, and they give you they, they gave all the kids and me sweets yeah because you have to choose because you go in the altitude mm-hmm. going up it's like being in a plane <laughs> literally um, I wasn't feeling very well and so I'd got a really bad cold. I'd not been on the, I'd not been on the excursion the day before. Yeah. And that's where I ate some chicken wings and some steak from the local restaurant. Yeah. Where, you know, like I said, I, I can be really ill. I could probably have like COVID nineteen, and I'd still want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had an illness where it's not made me want to eat. I don't attempt fate, but we'll see. Um, I went to touch wood, but your table's made of plastic. No, yeah, it is. And so that was a different day where I had some nice homemade steak and chicken wings and things, mm-hmm. but I was feeling absolute crap, so felt really bad going over the mountains, but got there. So Segovia, now I can't remember the exact story, but it's something to do with one of the kings in like 1200 and something. Yeah. But essentially, Segovia is famous for suckling pig. Yeah. And the way they do their suckling pig, and it is one of the most beautiful things I've ever, ever eaten. So, you know, because the, the teachers all had, basically they took us out to the restaurant. Yeah. And there were sort of six of us at the table. It's like you get one pig for sort of six people. Yeah. And it's a beautiful roast pork. Mm-hmm. But it's so, so nice. And the thing is, is that you have to carve it with a plate. Right. It's not cooked properly if you can't carve... Basically, the, you can the, the, serve the, it the pork like you would pickle pork, basically. Yeah, you know how. Yeah, Americans always go on about how, like, you know, you need to be able to take the, you know, p- take the bones out mm. and this that. And yeah, yeah. Now it's not necessarily slow cooked. I think it's because it's so young. You know, it's yes. literally a suckling pig, so it's only ever eaten milk. Yes. The meat is so white and pale. There's no fat. Um, there's a crispy skin. But mm-hmm. yeah, literally, you get this um, small turkey-sized pig yes put on your table and the waiter pulls out a plate and chops it into <laughs> six and then gives you a portion of it um i remember i had a rib section yeah and you could you could eat the bones really oh the, they were beautiful just soft and unctuous and the gravy that came with it it uh, incredible yeah it's, it's one of the best meals i've ever eaten wow um 
to the point where in true Spanish style and Tara still has this because uh, obviously I was away on holiday I thought I'll get him a little toy yeah. I bought him a little pig with Segovia written because that's <laughs> what they give to the tourists to, to buy yeah. so not only are you sort of celebrating the the, 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 the killing of this pig that yeah. hasn't actually had a life um, <laughs> you can get little toys to kind of commemorate it as nice. well we drove an hour through mountains to go yeah. to one particular restaurant in one particular place a bit like you were saying earlier uh, where you drove with your parents yeah. to go to, you know that's what I mean about there being this food mm-hmm. culture we don't have that here we will talk me you yeah. friends of ours other foodie friends and we'll go like oh we should have a burger from here we should go mm. to there but you know you say that to the majority of people and they look at you like you're mental mm. you know people don't go right what we've got to do today is we've all got to get into our car drive three hours and go and try the best lava bread that you yes. can get Whereas in European countries and other countries, uh, pretty much any other country apart from Britain, <laughs> people do that. I know they yeah. do it in Japan. Yeah. They'll go, you've got to eat this fish from this place, or you've been to that town, or have you tried this? Yes. If I say to you, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to Newcastle, yeah. you don't then say to me, oh, have you tried this dish, that dish, and this dish? I probably do. <laughs> I can't think of anything I'd want to eat in Newcastle. <laughs> it's just like got spoons in it. To be fair, they've got, they, do, they do the... Um, from based on my based on my extensive reading of Viz magazine, yeah. which is everything I need to know <laughs> about the uh, the culture of, of Newcastle, um, you can go to the I can't remember what it's called now the the curry place in Big Market that does the hottest curry in the world, and I think yeah. you should you sh- I think you would enjoy that very much. I, I, honestly, I'll give you a little fact. Now, yeah. bearing in mind that I've worked ten years for theatre companies mm-hmm. touring the country, I've never been to Newcastle. Really, I've been to pretty much every other town, city, mm-hmm. and village in the West Country. I've never actually. I've never ever. I've been through it. I like Newcastle a I've lot. Been, I've been. Through I used to go there quite a bit because it was it was quite an easy run down from where I went to uni, mm. and I had friends who lived there. So used to, we used to, we went there five or six times. Really good night out, has to be said. Been through it on the train. Mm-hmm. Never been to Newcastle. Yeah. I went to Sunderland once. Yeah. Met some interesting people. I went to see a football match. Went to see England play at the Stadium of Life. Oh yeah, yeah. When that's was, a great stadium. Well, it was it was pretty much new then, and also Sunderland were in the Premiership and this that and the other. Yeah. So it was kind of good times. Met some Mackhams. That, that, I, those, again, that's the uh, that's the that's the people from Sunderland. I couldn't understand a word they were saying, but they were really nice guys. They were like we. I remember me and my friend John. We kind of just met these kind of old boys in this mm-hmm. kind of old boys pub. I'd driven up to Sunderland that afternoon and was literally driving back again afterwards yeah. after the game. Um, and yeah, I couldn't understand a word they said, but they bought me drinks. There you go. You know, and we bought them drinks. Northern hospitality. And it was kind of like people just like, we were like grunting at each other. Like, <laughs> I don't think they could really understand us and we couldn't really understand them. But when the glasses were empty, we all knew who's round it. Yeah, was. yeah, yeah. That's basically what I'm like when I'm in Japan. Yeah. Is, um, I don't understand what people are saying, but you can smile and nod and you kind of get the gist of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And buy each other drinks when yeah. you're empty. Um, so, yeah, that happens in this mm. country. It's not just a holiday thing. <laughs> oh. Tibbles nibbles always makes me so hungry. You've got to have steak. No think nice in pubs. <laughs> yeah, well, as in beef tallow. You had to leave your shoe behind the bar. <laughs> Crackling shouldn't be blocking. Oh, and pies. There we go. That's what this podcast is about. We are telling the listeners. Pibbles nibbles. Wow, he loves his food. I hope you enjoyed part two of Tibble Nibbles Lockdown Edition Travel Log. Um... Part three is going to be coming up soon, uh, where we continue our talk about Western Europe. I hope you enjoyed it. Please let us know what you think. Uh, You can find us on Facebook. You can also find me, uh, tibblenibbles.com, or you can message me, tibblenibbles at gmail.com. Also, if you do happen to find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, any of the other fantastic or less fantastic 
podcasting apps out there, uh, please let us know. And also please subscribe and drop us a rate and a review. Thanks very much for your time. And I look forward to speaking to you again.